Ladies and gentlemen, boys or girls, D-Generation X is proud to present to you Buddy fucking Lloyd, OKP. We are the Death Metal This week we're covering the Wonderland Gang and subsequent murders. Mm-hmm. There's a head shop in town called Wonderland. Yeah, it's owned by a martial arts fraud. Yeah, <laughs> remember he's like, I'm in the martial arts hall of fame. Yeah, yeah remember he used yeah. to walk around, dude. He'd yeah, like, yeah, he'd had the fucking praying hands walk. Yeah, hey, kung fu shoes. Remember that, just Casey? Oh yeah, I remember the whole thing. I also remember pouring a pitcher of beer on his head mm-hmm. just because one of the bouncers I worked with was like, "No, nah, he's the real deal. He'll fuck anybody up." And I was like, "Willie." Dumped it. <laughs> yeah. Like, it looks like he's just going to stand there, Wyatt. Crazy. And he did. Yeah. And he was too honorable to leave, so he just sat there wet all night. Yeah, I remember when I was teaching. I think he was that, probably trying to work up some courage. Uh, No. Yeah. Remember when I was teaching at that uh, the little taekwondo spot, dude? He walked in there, and I was in the back changing, and he was like. He you want like, to play? Who's in here gonna? Who in here wants to fight? And I come out and I'm what? Like, I was like, "Give me a second, I'll be out there in a minute." And I put my pants on, walk out there, and he's like, "Oh, hey, man!" I was like, "Yeah, that's." What it was I just him. Yeah, it was just him. He wanted to. He fight was drunk. Somebody? Yeah, and then he was like, "Man, y'all ought to come over to the to my dad's house. I got a bunch of mats out there. You should come out there. I got a guy that was a collegiate wrestler." And I was like, "Okay." And I showed up the next day, dude, and he didn't have a guy as a collegiate wrestler. He had a guy, but there's no way. Yeah, like it was bad. He was just they were just playing Brandon Quick instructional videos. Oh, nice, dude. I was like, okay. might as well get to the fucking tip of the. Wade's son was there, dude. Oh, and he was like, uh, he talked. He was uh. talking about the gym the other day because I saw him a couple weeks ago, and he was like, "Man, I remember you came in there and you started fucking that dude up, and nobody could take him." I was like, yeah, because nobody was, else could take him because he was big. Can't was take like, him. <laughs> I couldn't take him. Like, <laughs> what yeah, a cool. Dude. You can, nobody could take him. You it's might like, have, maybe your instructional videos you guys watch is bullshit. Why are you paying that guy money? Well known yeah. martial arts yeah. fraud. And he's just showing you other people's videos. That is a martial arts fraud. <laughs> what a cycle, dude. That's crazy, man. Well, no one cares about that, but they do care about sick fucking crime. We got some sick fucking crime sick. right here on K C R I M E K Crime Radio. Coming up next, it's Breaking Benjamin, my polyamorous friend. <laughs> cool. Is that an actual song? I think so, dude. Wow. It might be uh, Shinedown. It might be uh, Chevelle. But they, somebody's got a song somebody's, about yeah, something. my polyamorous friend. Wow. Yeah. We got one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. What yeah. a mess, dude. And we don't have more than one. I'm sure. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily call that guy a friend. Yeah. Call him somebody, an acquaintance I make fun of a lot. Uh-huh. You know? You got a lifestyle like that. It's hilarious to everybody else. Yeah. Hey. I mean, it would if you were like hot and you were banging hots, we'd all be like, fucking A. Yeah. However, if you're a freak and you're banging bigs, everyone's just like, y'all seen this? Yeah. <laughs> it depends on how you word it. It depends on what you mean by if you're a freak and you're banging bigs. Well, I mean, that like, could be cool too, but then also. Not a fucking. Uh, one of my personal freaks. Yeah, not that type yeah, of freak, yeah. but like a mentally challenged freak. Dingbat. Yeah. <laughs> a freak. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I a freak on a leash. Ooh, a corn. I'm not emo. That's pretty good. Yeah, dude. I like corn. You got it, man. Well, man, the Wonderland Gang was a group of drug dealers involved in the Los Angeles cocaine trade during the late 1970s and early 1980s. The fucking pinnacle of cocaine, dude. That had to be such a cool time to just be blasting lines, dude. Hey. Everybody was just listening to disco, slapping fucking cheeks. Yeah. There was no such thing as sexual assault. Mm. I mean, if a lady walked by and you just slapped cheek. Yeah. It is what it is. They just laughed it off, man. They probably, like, you got any blow? Like, yeah, okay, well, let's have sex then. That's what you want to do. That's so. pretty much what blow does, yeah. Man. 
It just ain't like that. No. I don't know if I want it to be like that, per se, but yeah. there's a little more openness. Yeah. I don't know. It just makes me have to take a big shit. Yeah. We've never done good cocaine, though. Yeah. That's the problem. It's just cut with, like, baby laxatives or what's that stuff? Instatol. 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 It's creatine. like that soy shit. I creatine, too. Creatine. Yeah. Man, just snorting creatine. You're getting jacked. Getting gains. Hey. I said BLs because it's rice, dude. Man, it's gains rice right there. gains. Mm. Mm. BL's the one, dude. I denied it for so long, but yeah, it's just time to face the facts, man. Yeah, it's got that rice. Rice, dude. It's a Japanese beer, pretty yeah. much. Essentially. At the source, you go back to the mainframe. But yeah, cocaine. This, I mean, it just... Cocaine is still very popular in Los Angeles, I think, but I bet it was a way more pure product back then. And just out in the open everywhere, everyone's partying. Rich people are just buying the shit out of it, blasting it. Their home base was located on Wonderland Avenue in the Laurel Canyon section of Los Angeles, California, hence the name. On July 1st, 1981, three members and one associate of the gang died in the Wonderland murders, known as the Four on the Floor murders, or possibly the Laurel Canyon murders. Whichever way you want to go about it. Four Mm. on the Floor, that's a fucking... Like a uh, fat guy emo band. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you know, like, I try to, like, Lawrence Arms, uh, Gang of Four, Four on the Floor, uh, what else? Like, the the Mezingers. Yeah. Those are all, like, punky emo bands that only fat fucking dudes listen to. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, it's like fat guy emo, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Iron Sheik. Uh, they're more. Guys. That's more pop punk. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But there's a lot of fat. That's guys. for fats. Yeah, that guy's fat. fat. Yeah, real fat. Yeah, and balding and shit. Yeah, I love that. I didn't expect him to look like that. It was pretty cool. Yeah, they ruled. That was a fun show. Yeah, was they a tried to show. kick us. They couldn't. Yeah, they had to think about it. Yeah. We fell asleep. That's what happened. They're like, "You guys gotta go." And I was like, "Well, no, we're not going anywhere. We're cool now. Just you know, had a long day. Fell asleep." You guys are hammered. I was like, yeah, we like flew it. We had to catch a flight at like 5 a.m. Yeah. He was like, well, you guys still got to go. And I was like, hey, man, we ain't going. And then that was it. Yeah. <laughs> and we kept the party alive. Yeah. Yeah. Sing along. Sing along. Drove back. Got real sweet. <laughs> drove back. Hammered. That was a long, was crazy. crazy drive. Did you drive? Yeah. All right. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, dude. Because that... It was that not was, a good spot uh, for me. That was crazy, man, because it was yeah. like a f- solid 12 hours of drinking, you know? Oh, yeah. No, we were yeah. ripping them. And then, yeah, that was seriously like an hour drive. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Wild times, man. We got back to the hotel and passed out. And my friend fucking Jason freaked out because, you know, my grandma had dementia. Yeah. He was supposed to stay at their duplex. And the neighbor called and talked to my grandma. My grandma was like, what duplex? So the like, neighbor called the cops, and he was like, no, nah, man, you fucked me. I was like, dude, just go to bed. Like, that's all you got to do. Just go back in there and go to sleep. It's fine. You want me to talk to the cops? Like, what's... Yeah. What? Hey, man. That's what happens. Life goes on. Mm. <laughs> so the Wonderland gang mainly trafficked in the burgeoning cocaine trade of the era. But despite its role as the most influential and feared cocaine distributors of their time in Los Angeles, some of its members were also heroin addicts. Drugs were regularly dealt from the residents at 8763 Wonderland Avenue in Laurel Canyon, which uh, I don't think you're going to be like once you get into heroin, you're not going to be a great drug dealer anymore. I think you can operate fine on cocaine because you're going to be like profits, profits, profits. We need more profits. Here's how we're going to do it. And just constantly spitball ideas. Heroin, you're just like, the fuck's money? Yeah. Who gives a shit? Money. Except you want more heroin, but you're still, someone's probably like, I'm going to take like half a pound of this. Is that cool? And you're like, yeah, man. Mm. That is no problem. You know, I always kind of thought about the Wonderland gang. I bet it was like a real similar situation to, uh, or probably what Tarantino based that house that John Travolta goes to to get heroin on. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> in Pulp Fiction, so something like that. Yeah. Like cool cats and daddy-os, and then you got fucking people like John Travolta stopping by. Cool cats and daddy-os. 
That's what it was, dude. Yeah. Like the way they talk to each other and shit. Pulp Fiction was like in the nineties, and she's right. like, "How's the cat, Daddy O?" Ooh. I would have been like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. But he was all about it, dude. Wearing a suit, fucking doing the twist. Yeah. Ridiculous. A $5 milkshake? They don't put no bourbon in it? That Now a McDonald's milkshake is like five bucks, dude. Yeah. You take John Travolta's character, Vince Vega over there. Mm. That's a $5 milkshake. Hey. And then the way he drinks it, too. That's one of the craziest things in cinema history. Where he gets all cross-eyed. He's like, God damn, that's a good milkshake. There ain't nothing. There ain't nothing like a good milkshake, though. A good milkshake. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not really a milkshake guy. Yeah, you really gotta just eat the ice cream. Yeah, but I mean, you could just drink it. You could, or you could just you ain't eat gotta it. fuck with no spoon. I like that though. I like to gulp. Yeah, I just pop the thing off and just fucking slam it. Like no straw. Yeah, sure. that makes it best, dude. It plops. Yeah, it plops in there. <laughs> Where you get a good milkshake at? Around here? Nowhere. Nowhere, really. Yeah. I don't know. Dairy Queen honks here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's bad. It's fucking bad. Uh, I mean, In-N-Out's got the superior milkshake. Yeah. Fast food-wise, for sure. We got a blizzard one time, I don't know, like last summer. They turned it upside down and just all fell out. <laughs> Did you see it? They got, they, they like closed down for like a week because the ice cream machine had maggots in it. Oh, nice, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I ate some of that for sure. Oh, you did. Yeah, you got you some mags. <laughs> it's probably, you know, a little extra pro. A mag clip. <laughs> Crip mag. Mm. Yes, they had a split-level house. It was leased in Joy Miller's name. Miller and her live-in boyfriend, Billy DeVerrill, were the usual residents. Ron Lawness and his wife, Susan, were house guests. David Lind, ordinarily a resident of the Sacramento area, came to Los Angeles in the summer of 1981 at Lowness's behest to aid in their growing drug distribution business. Lind and Lowness had become friends while in prison and promised to deal drugs together upon their release. Lind and his girlfriend, Barbara Richardson, rode down to the Wonderland house on Lind's motorcycle and slept on the living room sofa. Speaking of prison stuff, we just got stood up by Big Herc. Yeah. He was supposed to be our guest, and he no-called, no-showed us. No, it was pretty sick. And I'd also like to say thanks a lot to our sponsors, BeerBongs.com. Get on over there. 20% off for beer opening accessories. Beer opening accessories. In fact, Reese, I Reese. might use one to crack one right now. Now, we're not doing video representation anymore. You but can hear the smooth crack. I mean, you can just hear the power. I'm taking a brand new, unopened, 16-ounce BL. And listen to this. Oh, just cold, crispy. That's crispy. You got to push it down just a little bit, just in case you don't want to cut your lip. I didn't push down hard. It's no fault of beer bongs. It's a fault of mine because I pushed a little hard in the can because I got big, meaty paws. Yeah, meatballs. Now, you may say to yourself, what's a normal beer take to drink? I mean, even if you like grab a can and start slamming it, it's going to take you five or six gulps to slam a can of beer. Yeah, I'd say about. 15 seconds to take one out if you don't stop. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to have a tough time. There's yeah. not a lot of air. And that's just a 12 ounce. This is a yeah, 16. Yeah. So, you know, I've cracked it. It's wide open. And we're about to... You, why don't you count me down? I'll count because you. we're not on video, so that's why the listeners can know how powerful the okay. products of BeerBond.com are. Get it going, brother. <sighs> 16 ounce BL. One, two, three, four, five, Ooh. five seconds. Woo! Sixteen ounce BL. Five straight seconds. to the face, man. Uh. It just gets in there. You don't have to worry about nothing, dude. Mm. Yeah, I really fucked up my friend's birthday, man. I uh, had left my fucking cracker. I had to use pocket knife, and it was just, just over there. Such a fucking no, no, no. We were somewhere else, but like. It was uh, such a fucking pain in the ass cracking it with a knife, making sure the holes cut perfect, all that shit. With that, you're not talking about this weekend. What, yeah, I'm talking about this weekend. We weren't at his house. Oh, okay, okay. But just a smooth crack with this tool right here. It's a perfect yeah. hole. Oh yeah, you ain't it's made for it. it. Grips onto the bottom. You ain't gonna fuck your lip up. It's you can snag one of those bad boys. 
They're like four bucks. Yeah. And then use promo code DMD20 for 20% off of free shipping. Mm. Grab you a couple other beer drinkers. I mean, they got funnels. They got motherfucking uh, the shotgun champ, which yeah. you just slam into the bottom of the can and crack that open. And it shoots. It shoots it, dude. It's way faster than what I just did. You I don't mean, have a choice but to drink a beer in one second, dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's no other options. Yeah. If you don't, it's just coming out your nose, man. Yeah, it's, it's going in. It's good. It's going in. They so, make really great stuff. It's fun to party with beerbox.com. Made in the fucking US of A. Also, if you're in the market for brutal death metal and grindcore, head on over to gurglinggore.com. Gurgling Gore Records, use promo code at Gurgling Dicks. That's going to get you 10 fucking percent off your next purchase. And you're going to mm. purchase something there anyway. You love heavy music. You are. So when you're there, don't forget the boys. Oh, yeah. Also, salute the fluids mm. for making our heavy-ass theme song. And, uh... Yeah, if you want to come, I don't know if this will even be out by then because we're on like a stacked thing. But our first wrestling match, if you're in the Arkansas area, Hot Mountain Pine, Arkansas, Mountain Pine High School. Yeah. So we can't slam them in the building. Yeah. But we'll be there. Doors are at 630. We're the first match right at 7. So get there at 630. April 23rd, the debut. I bet we could slam them, man. We just got to get a fucking... uh a beer with a shitty label on it and then take the label off. No, dude. See what I'm saying? Or put a piece of paper around it that says not beer. Yeah. <laughs> Could it do that? Yeah. Well, I feel I feel like the high school would get peeved if we were slamming beers in there and then yeah. he would get peeved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't have anybody peeved. <laughs> you don't want to peeve the operation. Yeah. But yeah, I'd say we've been working hard to get ready for pro wrestling and we were training three, four times a week, lifting weights every day, leaning down. Looking good. I've been tanning. Mm-hmm. I got some nair. Yep. Because I got crazy hairy back. Mm-hmm. Got to nice that out. Probably shave my tummy. Yeah. My legs, my arms. Shave Just your tongue. Real good looking, dude. Yeah. Old school wrestling style. Yeah. That's what I like. It's gonna That's be- what I'm going for. Bringing it back. No mm-hmm. more dork gimmicks. Yeah. Back to the glory days. That's how we're wrestling. Yeah, we ain't doing no stupid shit. No. Beating ass, yeah. Talking bad, bad talking, talking bad, talking to women, dude. Yeah, talking to all of them. Yeah, don't bring them. We'll talk to them. Yeah, you know, our wives will probably be there. Ladies, <laughs> who cares? <laughs> That'll make them halt. Yeah, yeah. Are you really talking to them like that? Like, nah, bitch. It's part of the fucking. It's a gimmick. Yeah, man. That's what we're up to. Yeah. No one else that wrestles there looks anything like us. So yeah, we're the nobody's supreme fucking. units. Yeah. I can't tell if you missed a big chunk of your hair or if it's a shadow right now. Let me go the other way. Oh, no, right here? Yeah. No, it's like a weird spot. It's like, a shadow thing. Sh- shave it down all the time and it still just fucking looks like that. Huh. It's weird. I think it's just your ear shadow from here. It might be. Yeah. Got a big ear. Well, we'll tie this into pornography right now, which is how we picked this one. Adult entertainment legend, John Holmes, dude. Ooh. Old school hogs, man. More famous for blowing big loads, dude. Yeah. That was his gimmick, dude. He just blasted fucking loads, dude. Mm. He just stayed pounding zinc and shooting them. Oh, God. Man. He was like one of the first shootsmen, dude. I like his shootsmen. He shot. Yeah. Yeah. He was famous at the time for his portrayal of detective character. Do you know the name? Shootsman? <laughs> Johnny Wad. Yeah, that's sick. Johnny Wad. Damn. Yeah, that's a cool fucking name, dude. That's who he played in a series of pornographic films. He was a frequent visitor who had purchased or scrounged cocaine from the Wonderland gang. Scrounge it. Which I bet you could just scrounge the shit out of it by, you know, uh, finding the guy on heroin and being like, yeah, I'm going to take like three ounces of this. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, all right, brother. John Holmes. This is uh God damn, what's the movie, dude? Philip Seymour Hoffman. Come on, man. This sucks. Uh Burt Reynolds. It's about fucking shit. Yeah. This is crazy. It's like one of the most famous films of all time. Are you talking about fucking smoking the bandit? <laughs> wow. Dude, three BLs, and this is where I'm at. Yeah, I could have thought about this. Bad News Bears. <laughs> Those are the only two 
uh, movies I've seen him in. Burt Reynolds? Yeah. Uh, fuck. This is crazy. Uh, Boogie Nights. God oh. damn. Boogie. You never seen Boogie Nights, dude? Fuck no. Does it got to do with disco? No, dude. It's about this. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's yeah. about fucking, sucking, doing drugs. Tight. Yeah, man. I had to watch it then. You'd love it. Yeah. Everything I sound cool about. Yeah. It's cool. Although the Wonderland gang was mainly known for his drug sales, which concentrated on cocaine and the occasional heroin deal, the gang also gained revenues through burglaries, armed robberies of rival drug dealers, which mm. is the way to go, dude, because they can't call nobody. You just have beef. What are they going to do about it? Exactly. They'll have John Holmes shoot a fucking wad on you. Hmm. Would you rather be shot with a gun or buy a big fucking wad? <laughs> just right to the face, dude. Bring it in somewhere and the guy's just, I'm going. Well, I feel like I'd have a defense for it. You got wad defense? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I feel like I would just be like, say the craziest shit to him. Oh, he'd still blast. He does porn, yeah. dude. Oh, you're right. He can't stop that blast. No, no, no. But I'd just say something real crazy that would make him never want to come again, though. Just be like, hey, you like to come on other guys' faces, do you? Fucking, <laughs> yeah, you like that? I wish your mom's pussy was in the middle of my head when you did that. <laughs> <laughs> it was the last line of business, particularly the armed robbery of Eddie Nash, that ultimately led to the group's sudden and violent end. Eddie Nash was an American nightclub owner and restaurateur in Los Angeles, convicted money launderer and drug dealer. And uh, he's allegedly the mastermind behind these fucking murders and some other murders. He's just a bad motherfucker all the way around, dude. Oh, yeah. That was way down in there. Yeah. On June 29th, 1981, the Wonderland gang compromising. Whoa, man. Woo. Damn. Three BLs, dude. You had tanning, too. You're starting to pronounce things like a Spanish person. Antonio Banderas out of this. This is how you know I'm not Italian, dude. I bet I can't get a tan at all. I've never, I'm never tan, dude. I just get scorched. Hey, man, whatever makes you sleep. <laughs> I don't care. I would love to get a nice olive glow to me, dude. You got a black dick? Like, is your hog kind of? No, it's as pink as it could be. Yeah, well, I mean the tip, but on the chef. It's pink as fuck. Oh, yeah. I got a pink tip, dude. Sometimes purple. Oh, I get the... But mostly pink. I get the purple, man. I got a real pink piece. When I get a hard one, man, it's purple. Dude. Yeah, it's I, get a, pushing, little, I get a little bit of purple in there, but it's mostly pink, pink, mm-hmm. pink. I got a pink link. <laughs> <laughs> you go home and wash up, man, because you got a stink link, man. We worked out hard as fuck today, so... I did. <laughs> On June 29th, 1981, the Wernerling Gang. Again, Ron Lawness, Billy DeVrell... This with David Lind and Tracy McCourt and with John Holmes, dude. That's how bad off he was. He's like the number one porn star and still doing fucking robberies. They conspired to launch a home invasion and robbery on Eddie Nash, who was, again, a powerful organized crime figure. He usually referred to himself in third person as the Nash, which is pretty sick, dude. And this is before people were doing that in wrestling. We're talking 1981, so he was just the Nash. Like, yeah, the Nash says, you can come and fucking try it, brother. Damn. The Nash says, I got a bunch of cocaine. Uh, remember Nash skateboards? Remember Nash Bridges? Yeah. You had grandparents, dude. Grandparents yeah. love Nash Bridges, Yeah, dude. my grandpa watched the fuck out of that. Well, sit your ass down here and watch Nash Bridges. Yeah. It's funny as so, hell. You know, Cheech. Go yeah. Cheech. His partner's Cheech. You think that's funny, don't you, boy? You're smoking dope. I know you're smoking dope because you know who teaches. Yeah. And I was smoking a lot of fucking dope, too, when he was watching that smoking shit. Smoking dope. You, did you laugh every time you saw a Cheech? Nope. I never even watched any of those fucking movies. I got a hot take about Cheech and Tong. Yeah? It's not funny. Yeah. No. Not at all. Hey, man. You ever been high on weed before, man? Ah, man, yeah. Sometimes I get really fucking high on weed, man. Wow, man, that's like a total trip. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Yeah, that kind of comedy sucks, dude. Oh, fuck yeah. I mean, they're doing improv, sketch comedy, all the lesser forms. Cheech yeah. did stand-up. Dude, he had a stand-up special like not that long ago. Let me tell you something, brother. 
you shouldn't have. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Hmm. People still try and get out there, put out stinky specials. Dude, Louis C.K. won a Grammy. Oh, yeah? People are pissed. Of course. But Because he's funny? Yeah. Hilarious. God, dude, it's a weird time to be a comedian. Uh, you can't jack off in the same room as people, no. apparently. Even though you ask for permission, they say yes. It's still some type of crime. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, it's a crime you didn't get charged for, but whatever. Well, they said yes. That's the whole thing. It's like, look, I get it. I don't think any of our listeners will be pissed, but it's been long enough. Cause I definitely wanted to, when it first came out, like, okay, I've looked at all angles of this. This guy took women to open for him, took men to open for him. He tried to pick the funniest comedians to open for him. Now it did happen that if a woman was open for him and they were hanging out all night, he would go to their hotel room and hang out with them. And if he thought the vibes were cool, he'd be like, Hey, listen, I know you probably don't want to have sex with me because I'm disgusting but it would be really awesome if I could just jack off in front of you are you okay with that yeah and they would say yes and he would do it Sarah Silverman did it yeah she said it was great she thought it was hilarious yeah it is funny man very funny because he's sad you yeah. know and his little face he's just, just like I know you're not I know you don't want to have sex with me but I would very much appreciate yeah and they say yes okay so like what people are outraged about is that I think one of the girls, I think she even walked it back, was just saying that she felt like she couldn't say no because oh, she yeah. was opening for him. Which, yeah, I mean, it could kind of be an abuse of power, but it's not like he said something like, you have to do this or you can't open for me. Or like, this is what my openers do. He just directly asked. So even if it's your boss and they ask you a question, and he's not even your boss. That's not how comedy works. If someone yeah. takes you to open for them, you go to the club, you do the spot... If they don't want to bring you back again, it's still not like they're your boss. How many times have you ever said no to a boss? Uh, oh, my God, yeah. dude. Probably more than anybody else ever. I yeah, do it yeah, probably yeah. every week. Yeah. You got to have boundaries. Got to. And if she felt uncomfortable, I mean, that fucking sucks. But also, and people hate this, but just say no. You know what I mean? No. I'd rather you not. Or you could even ask, like, will this affect me in any way? And if he's like, no, and you say no, then where's the fucking foul? And even if so, also maybe he wasn't mindful of it. I mean, dude, I could give a shit less. I mean, he's a fucking multimillionaire. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just the thing is, is he, as far as huge comedians go, this he's hilarious, dude. Like, his new album is some of the best comedy. And compared to most people that are famous comedians that stink... He's hitting home fucking runs. Yeah. So to try to like yoink that away from him, if you have like all these albums and he's the best one and they want to give him an award for it, what are you freaking out about? I just don't, it's not adding up to me. Yeah. I also, I guess really don't care that much, but it's just crazy to still be pissed about it. Considering what he did. He asked, he said, yeah. can I jack off in front of you? And they said, yes. What's he supposed to, he doesn't, you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he's embarrassed. Yeah, man. It's probably a little pee-pee. Yeah. You know? Definitely. It takes a lot of guts to pull a little pee-pee out, man. Yak it. Right in front of somebody. Yeah. Crank that thing. Looks probably like, two-finger it. This type of jack. Yeah, it looks like a donkey trying to get something off its off its fucking tongue, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Biting it down and pulling the cream off. Yeah, man. People are still pissed about it. Whatever, it. dude. Yeah, whatever for sure. Life goes on. He's fine. I mean, he's not hurting. He won a Grammy. Multi-millionaire. Yeah. Great at comedy. You can't stop him from being great. Mm -mm. Nope. But if he, like, sexually assaulted somebody, I would be the first person to be like, man, fuck that guy. Yeah. He did not. Yeah, he didn't. He asked. That's what you're supposed to do. Can I jack off in front of you? And they said yes. What the hell? Yeah. Okay. Would, if he said that to me, I'd be like, yeah, dude, go ahead. Buddy, can I jack off in front of you? Yeah, dude. <laughs> what would you do when I do it? I'd just laugh at you. <laughs> dude, that would suck. That would suck. Yeah. I would start saying dirty shit to you this evening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I would get my fucking, I would get, like, put my forehead to your forehead. Oh, man. Would you start jacking? Yeah, I mean, if you were going to come. I wouldn't be able to come, but I would pull it just to make you come because I'm a good friend. Yeah. You don't think you can bust? No, nah, I can't bust you, man. You don't have to bust to me. 
Oh, if we're busting in the same room, we're busting <laughs> to each other. No. Yeah, if I'm, I bust over here, you bust over there. Yeah, well, what are we watching each other? We can put a porn on. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I could probably have sex with the same woman. Yeah. You know, when her younger years. Well, no, maybe not her younger years. If I if I was like I am mentally now, dude, I could definitely we could definitely DP somebody and get away with it and be like totally cool at the end of it. But like, I can't believe we stacked yeah. hog, man. Yeah, hilarious story yeah. to tell. That's the problem for Lays is that we would come tell. Yeah, we would. We would like, be. you know, we did. <laughs> yeah. Listen, thousands of people. Here's what we were up to this weekend. We DP stacking them up. Yeah. Now, would you go into the same hole with me? No. Okay. No. Because you said you would do it. Yeah, I don't want. But to, you wouldn't do it with me. I wouldn't want to like intentionally like touch your dick. You know, if it like plopped out. But you do it with somebody. You would do that with somebody else. What do you mean? You said you would do that. Oh uh, no, no no! You mean like with another dude? I don't know. Yeah, no, no. You no, said no. you would. We it's on. Oh, I, I mean maybe the, the, if the footage is here, it might be. You agreed to it. You said yeah. Why not? Today? No. Oh. On the last podcast. I mean, I could if I was getting paid, big bucks. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't bring that up at all. I don't know, man. I probably could. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just don't want to put it in the same hole, dude. No, that'd be crazy. At the same time. I mean, it'd be funny to do to the lady, but it would be bad because we were just rubbing hog. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird whenever that happens and one of the dicks pops out and hits the other guy's nuts. <laughs> what a nightmare. It is a night fucking mare. That'd be crazy if you shot like all over a guy's nuts. Like it fell out and shot all over where you're pounding. <laughs> <laughs> or if you busted first in there. He didn't tell yeah. the guy and he got creamed. Or if you, no, but if you came at the same time in the same <laughs> hole, that's that's a nightmare. That's not good. That's a fucking nightmare. You're, getting, hey, you're on the bottom. You're getting dripped on. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Woo. It'll look like fucking oatmeal all over your fucking nut. <laughs> Cream oh, of wheat. Cream of skeet. All right. Man. So back to the Nash. The robbery was an inside job set up by Holmes, who was a close associate of Nash's, and who Nash regularly referred to as my brother. Early in the morning of the robbery, Holmes visited Nash's mansion, ostensibly to party and buy drugs, but on his way out, he left the patio door to the kitchen unlashed. The objective of the robbery was to steal a hoard of cash, heroin, and cocaine that Holmes claimed was in a safe embedded in Nash's bedroom floor, as well as to retrieve some antique guns the Wonderland gang had stolen from another businessman and then subsequently, using Holmes as an, as an intermediary, sold to Nash in exchange for his drugs. Yeah, the Nash will take those guns. The Nash will give you a couple pounds of coke for them. Damn. Because the Nash likes those guns. Nash me, man. I bet Nash got some gash. Oh, fuck yeah. You know, Holmes, dude. He probably fucking DP the same hole with Holmes. Probably, man. That is a brotherhood, dude. Yeah. See, we're not as close as I thought we were. Man, I mean, but, you know, it's like you got something on somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like, we wouldn't have it on each other. No. I mean, mean, we might get it on each other. We might get it on each other. (laughs) We might be tight and creamy. I don't know, man. I guess I would. I probably stacked one up in there with you. <laughs> <laughs> Double stuff. I just don't. Want, I mean, like, I, I'll be like so stressed out the whole time. Like, <laughs> like I could feel like the top of my head going over the bridge of your head. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I would get it in there. Oh, fuck! There's a bump in the road. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh, yeah, yeah. ooh. Yeah. What a crazy thing to get into. Yeah, dude. If I had a pussy, I would treat it like that, though. Oh, absolutely. I would get that thing worn out, dude. Man. I would get that thing blasted apart. It's crazy whenever there's triple penetration. Have you seen those videos? They get three hogs in there? They get not in one hole, dude. There's two in one, and then they're up in another. There's one in there. There's also... There's also... Are you ready for this? DVDA, double anal, double vaginal. <sighs> That's four dicks, brother. That's four That's the type dicks. of thing I'd be up to, though. Oh, if you're a lady? Oh, yeah, yeah I'd yeah, be getting yeah. crammed, dude. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, like, I'd be getting fucked on a sawhorse, hanging my head off. And, I know women aren't as horny as us, especially. Yeah, I don't think most dudes are as horny as we are. No, probably not. But if I had this type of fucking horniness in the ladies' package, it'd be a problem. Oh yeah, man. Because you can anytime, any it doesn't matter what you look like as yeah. a lady. If you find guys, if you find a lady like that, you are a lucky motherfucker, man. Yeah, I mean, don't marry her. No, but hang out no, with her no, all the time, no. especially if she's got her shit together. She's not crazy. Uh, that would be wild. Uh, likes to get fucked by everybody. Yeah. You don't want that. Well, yeah, she won't have her shit together. It'll be uh, blown apart. Blown apart, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like at 10 partners max. At once? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. And a lover. You know what I mean? Oh, like you ask them if they're over that? Yeah. 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 Uh, I never thought about it. I don't give a shit. Well, I want to know. Yeah. You want to know? Yeah, what type of numbers we're getting at. Yeah. I'm over 10. Yeah. So you can't fuck me. Okay. I'm at 14. I got 14. I mean, lady-wise, though. Yeah. Women are going to hate to hear this because they're like, it's not I mean, do whatever you want to. You're just not going to marry me. I'm married already anyway. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's usually like a pretty upfront question. Like, we're not going to date. And dating life, I mean, well, it doesn't matter. Like, to, for fucking, you could you could have bagged a million. Yeah. And I'll come by once a week or whatever. But if we're going to have any type of future together, it's got to be a real low number, dude. I don't give a shit. Never have. Yeah. I bet you do. No. Everybody does, man. man it's just sex, dude. If yeah, I could be in the, the, if I could be in the like thousands, that. I would be in the thousands. Mm-hmm. There's people that marry porn stars, man. Yeah. That's different people. Yeah, that's way different people. Way different. Now that matters. But when you put your head on a pillow at night next to somebody that's bagged. 40, you know, 50. Yeah, that's not good. 60. You don't want to. It's not what you want. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a future. You what if What if the person only had sex with like two people ever, but one of those people shoved their whole head up their pussy? <laughs> I'd have to, if I could do the same thing, then sure. Yeah, yeah. But if I heard about that and they wouldn't let me do that, then. Yeah. That's a riverboat gambling trip for sure, dude. Riverboat gambling. <laughs> <laughs> ding, 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 ding. I feel like you clip would just look like the thing that makes the boat go, you know, from the inside. <laughs> if you're looking at it from the inside, dude. <laughs> you going to fucking spew it, man? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That fucking spinny thing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Especially if you, like, shove it in and look back and you can see it hanging down. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just got to have one that I can feel, you know, the entire circumference of it. Yeah. I've been in a couple of them where you can feel the top and the bottom, but not the sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That's not for me. Yeah. It's got to <laughs> be tight and right. Which I know sex doesn't really affect... It only affects a butt. Yeah. Yeah, if you've had any anal partners, it's probably not going to last very long. Well, yeah, but it's not true either. But, but like, think about this, dude. Sam was telling me. Sam T? No, my wife was telling me that these gay dudes told her the reason why, like, most gay dudes' butts are biggest because they just get fucked in the butt all the time and they're always, like, pinching their muscles in their ass. Nah. Most gay dudes' butts aren't big. Yeah, I don't. I'm never looking at gay dudes' butts, but whatever. I look yeah. at butts. Yeah, because that's where the athleticism lies. Yeah. So if you're sizing somebody up, like if they're being mouthy with you and you don't know, if, like they can make they might be jacked, yeah. like they might be a bodybuilder type, and you might be like, I don't know, man, they got no ass. I don't know, man, they got no power. Like Fedor, he didn't have no ass. He's got ass, dude. Does he? You might want to look again. I don't, I'm not looking at. Why well, I think you wore tight shorts all the time, dude? You had a donk. Oh. That's where the power is, dude. Power. Yeah, you see how many people he knocks out? Yeah. He's got a big ass. Okay. Can't knock people out without a big ass. Okay. All the power's in the cheeks, dude. Cheek powers. People don't people underestimate that posterior chain. Hey. The cheeks. Yeah. It's like uh you can have a nuclear weapon. Like North Korea. You know how they're always firing off test nukes? Yeah. But they just peter out. Yeah. They just land in the ocean next to North Korea. That's what happens when you got no ass, man. Wow. You take a nuke from here, 
put it anywhere because we got a big old fucking donk. Yeah, yeah, had the power behind it. Yeah, no ass, no power, dude. Well, athletes have asses. Non-athletes, no ass. Yeah, that's the way it is. Can't move. Can't explode. Can't pick shit up. Can't jump. Yeah, it's all in the ass, man. So if you're looking, if you have no fighting experience, if you don't know how to fight, now knowing how to fight will take you a lot further than somebody that's just naturally athletic. But if you fight somebody and they're naturally athletic and you're not, you're doomed. Yeah. So you got to look at that ass, man. Hey. You got to take a look at the cheeks. If they got big cheeks, I want to get out of there. Yeah. They got to be able to do round-offs. That's how you know. Round-off's cool. That's cool. You can do it still. You were right. I, didn't I, believe it, I am athletic for a guy with no ass. Yeah, I, mean, I wouldn't call you athletic. Yeah, no, I move good. I'm a lot more athletic than you are. Mm, I got you could lift heavy shit. I could do, again, look, we've been down yeah. this road a million times. Uh-huh. What athletic endeavor would you like to do? Gymnastics, we'll do it. That's that's one thing. <laughs> I don't know the technique behind it. That's a lot of athleticism. There's also technique to it. Yeah. I don't know. I've never done a round off before, so I don't know how to do yeah. it. Like, I've never done a car wheel, so I don't know how to do it. Yeah. But I could jump higher than you, 100%. Maybe. Oh, for sure. I don't know. I mean, I could jump longer than you, higher you than you. You do it. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Anytime. Tomorrow wrestling, man. We got it. Okay. Uh, we'll I do can... suplexes and you'll jump. See, that's a different <laughs> thing, though. It's not that. It's the carryover. Yeah, I mean, if you yeah. we're just talking about from a standstill yeah. vertical. I can guarantee that mine's higher than yours. Okay. Uh, I could jump. Long jump further than you. Uh-huh. I can sprint faster than you. You can definitely sprint faster than me. It's all cheek related. I'm not trying to hate on you. I'm, I'm just saying I'm a lot more athletic than you are. Yeah. It's just life, dude. Sometimes yeah. you get, you know, that's the way it goes. I got you. you I got a lot of cheek it. development. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying, man. It's easy to white. Yeah. It's hard to get big cheeks, dude. Hey. You got to fucking squat. No. You got a deadlift. Pull throughs. But a lot of people just have big ass cheeks because they got power back yeah. there. They didn't have to work for it at all. Yeah, it's back there, dude. Hey, God just said, you know what? You about to be fast as fuck. Yeah, have some cheeks. Cheeks. <laughs> Cheekmen are fast, dude. Cheekmen are fast. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're blowing this, of course, as always. But that's probably why you listen to this podcast. So Holmes actually went to Nash's three times that morning because he's a fucking bonehead, dude. There's a lot of things that happen with crime. You know, number one is like when you're a drug addict and you're trying to be smooth and strike, you're already in a world where you're never going to be smooth. Yeah. It's going to be hard to strike. So like a lot of fucking fumbling and bumbling's going on. That's why drug dealer warfare. Number one, you know, the rule from Scarface, you can't get high on your own supply. But if you're doing drugs and selling drugs, everything's going to be fucked. You're going down. You're just going to go down. There's no way you're not going to go down. You're dipping into the product. Your brain just starts to be in its own fucking world yeah. where you think you're untouchable, you're invincible, you can do whatever you want to. And you just constantly bumble and do stupid shit, trip over your own feet. Oh, yeah. It's just the way it goes. And you still think you're smooth as jazz, dude. Oh, you ever worked with a meth head? Yeah. They're, they're doing a lot of stuff, yeah. but not one of those things is helpful. Yeah, and they don't get completed. And they think they're busting their ass, dude. They they're are. Like, I mean, they yeah, yeah they're, they're do, they are it. doing stuff. They just ain't helping at but all. But <laughs> it's like, like okay, so I took all the plastic cups and organized them. They're like, for what? They all look the same. <laughs> Where yeah. did this come from? Like, no, some of them are uneven on the left. Some of them are uneven on the right. So I took the left and right. I spaced them out. Shit, dude. Great, thanks. You need somebody that's got a fucking... Uh, what the fuck is that disorder where everything's got to be perfect? OCD. OCD, but you do meth. Oh, it break That would you. be a nightmare. It'd break man. you. Yeah. They'd just be washing their hands all day. <laughs> <laughs> Touching the doorknob five million times. Yeah, yeah. How many times did I touch it? One, two, three, four. Oh. God. Fuck, I have to turn over again. You open that door. So he went to the Nash's house three times that morning. The first time, he completely forgot to unlatch the patio door. It just slipped his mind. And then he got down the road a little bit and was like, fuck. The second time he did unlatch the door, but returned to the Wonderland hideout only to find some of the gang members were too high on heroin to strike. Bumbling, dude. Fumbling the play. Yeah. Uh, you're not going to go strong arm a guy when you're ripped on heroin. No. <laughs> 
No, that doesn't make any damn sense. <sighs> After the members recovered, Holmes was worried that the patio door might have been locked again because so much time had elapsed. So he returned to Nash's home, uh, bought some crack, ensured the door was unlatched, and notified the gang that the home was ready for invasion. Lonis, Verrill, and Lynn performed the invasion and robbery while McCourt waited outside in a stolen Ford Granada and served as a lookout. To avoid leaving any identifying traces, the men had previously dipped their fingers in a product known as liquid band-aid, so to not leave any fingerprints behind. Now, me and you, what would we do to not leave fingerprints? Hmm. What common thing could we easily purchase and put on our hands? Gloves. Yeah. Plastic fucking gloves. Yeah. Leather gloves. Oh. Fucking winter gloves. Yeah. Any glove. They got gloves everywhere. You could just get them, put them on your hand. But no. They got liquid bandages. Dipped their fingers in them. Entered the property through the sliding glass door. Holmes left unlocked. Confronted the Nash and his bodyguard, Gregory Diles, pretending to be police officers. But, you know, they already know these guys. Mm. So as they're handcuffing both men, Lind accidentally shot Dills in the back after Lonis bumped into him, injuring the bodyguard. Nash asked to pray for his children, but was instead forced to open his safe. The robbery was seemingly successful. Having yielded a lucrative haul for the gang, they absconded with more than $1.2 million worth of cocaine, heroin, quaaludes, cash, antique guns, and jewelry. Jesus. However... The events the next several days would reveal this was a fireic victory, participating a chain of events that led to the demise of the gang. Following the robbery, Holmes ended up back at Nash's home. Accounts vary to how and why Holmes arrived there. According to some sources, Holmes went there himself to try to make himself appear innocent, whereas others claim Holmes was kidnapped by Nash's henchmen when they recognized him walking around wearing some of the Nash's jewelry. Mm. Smooth, dude. Yeah, it's pretty smooth. Scott Thornson, who was buying drugs at Nash's home. Wrote in his memoir, My Life with Liberace. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. Liberace's tied up in this. Yeah. That Nash ordered Dials to bring Holmes to Nash's house, which Dials did after finding Holmes walking around Hollywood wearing one of Nash's rings. Thorson claimed to have witnessed Nash order Dials to beat Holmes and said Nash threatened to kill Holmes and his family until Holmes identified the people behind the robbery. Shit. Around 3 a.m. on July 1st, two days after the Nash robbery, it is believed that Holmes, Dials, and a number of identified men entered the Wonderland house and bludgeoned to death. Lownis, DeVrell, Miller, and Richardson. The weapons were believed to be either hammers or striated metal pipes. Lownis's wife, Susan, suffered severe brain damage in the attack, but ultimately survived and recovered. Although she was left with permanent brain damage and lost part of one finger. Neither Lind nor McCourt was present for the attack as Lind was consuming drugs with a prostitute in the San Fernando Valley and McCourt was at his own home. Although neighbors would later report having heard screams, no phone calls were placed to the police until 4 p.m. on July 1st, over 12 hours later. When furniture movers working at the house next door heard Susan Lannis moaning and went to investigate, which is also kind of funny. <sighs> I got to check this out. Oh, <sighs> Me too, man. <laughs> you got to see. But hey. Have you heard somebody moaning at the neighbor's house? Would you go have a look? Yeah. For sure? Absolutely, man. I got to make sure they're okay. God, you don't know what somebody could be doing to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Making them take a cum? Yeah. God, don't make her take that cum. I'd bang on the window. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Please. She doesn't need to take a cum. Don't give her that. Man, don't you love when a lady takes a cum? Oh, yeah. Whew. Probably one of life's finest gifts. Yeah. It makes me take a cum. Makes me go, man. Yeah. Yeah. When she blows, when I they goes. say something about it, yeah. that's it. Yeah. Can't oh, hold yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah. I don't like <sighs> I don't like to come from the bottom. No. It's the worst. It's okay. I mean it's coming, it's cool, but it's not as cool as like when you're doing it. Well it depends on how they're doing it. If they're do if they're trying to touch cervix, yeah. which they probably are. Yeah. They're just fucking slapping their cervix against your hog. Which there's a, you can feel it. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, it feels yeah. like there's a you know a little fucking yeah. thing you're flipping on back there. Yeah. Uh pressing it hard. Then uh it's okay. But yeah, if they're fucking flop it up and down on it though. Yeah, that's one man. That's nice. But they're yeah. When they're they usually gas from fucking slapping cervix. Yeah. Bottom and out. <laughs> gas from slapping cervix. They love it to be fucking pushed back, dude. Yeah. And they're sore because they got their cervix smashed too hard. Like, well, who did that? Yeah. Wasn't me. It was your choice. (laughs) It's a classic farce. (laughs) By the way, Big Hurt messaged us and he he said he got the times mixed up and he said we can reschedule next week. Uh, I hope so. That'd be sick. Yeah, that would be awesome. I'm a classic man. I got cook, cooking in the microwave. I got a mouth that's wet for a hog. Today I got a hard dick in the neighborhood. You can't find someone who can suck this good. It's a great day to be this by. I can lick on a puss and I can suck a fucking guy. There's a hard hog in the neighborhood. I got my cheeks wide open and I'm lubed real good. (laughs) (laughs) That was good, man. Yeah, dude. Travis Tritt, buddy. Yeah. That song's so ridiculous, dude. Oh, yeah. I got rice cooking in the microwave. First of all, what? Why, <laughs> Why are you doing that, Travis? Yeah. You're a multi-millionaire. Well, he's in well, a wheelchair. Fuck. In the music, he's in oh, a wheelchair. That's true. Yeah. So he's just got to microwave it? Yeah. You like, can't boil water when you're in a wheelchair? Yeah, because you can't look over you it. I can't see it boiling. <laughs> That's so good, dude. Oh, no. <laughs> man, dude. You gonna roll up on the... Like you gonna roll up on the oven, man? <laughs> and see nothing. You can't get an instant pot when you're fucking... Dude, cricked. no, man. They only use fucking like a, a, a sterno stove, man. They cook everything in their lap. They don't know how hot it is because they can't feel it, but you know. <laughs> dude. Imagine rolling around, dude. Rolling it's around so the sterno stove. It's to think about a guy in a wheelchair trying to see if the water is boiling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. Oh, no. But you know what? You'll never stop thinking about that. I've been thinking about that for years. Because <laughs> I saw it one time, man. They can't boil eggs. I saw it one time. My grandparents went to go visit somebody who's all fucking stoved up. Stoved <laughs> up. <laughs> and they was trying to boil some shit. And then they go, have you gone over to see if it's boiling yet? And I was like, why? I, mean, I can't see if it's boiling or not. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> I'm sweating. Yeah. Whew. All the appliances are fucking at hip level. Or <laughs> eye level. The microwave sitting right here. Yeah. I got rice cooking in the microwave, and that's all he's cooking too, dude. Yeah, Just dude. rice, like soft foods, man. <laughs> <laughs> you got it all figured out. Yeah, man. I don't know. They can't choke. <laughs> it's, man, when you choke, you got to grab your throat. You can't wheel a chair, dude. You just gotta go full force. You, you, you gotta first, full force run into a table or something, dude, to Heimlich yourself. Yeah, but you, you know the first thing you do when you're choking is you grab your throat. How do you? You got one hand free. You are gonna do a circle? Oh. You trying to get to somebody? What <laughs> <laughs> pushed me into the chair fast? Yeah. <sighs> God. <sighs> so funny if you had to Heimlich maneuver somebody. You're like I don't want to hurt him, man. And like he's already hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Travis Tritt's already hurt, man. Yeah. Oh, no. Anyway, so they hear Susan Lottis <laughs> moaning and go to investigate. When questioned, neighbors said that the drug-fueled Wonderland parties often included loud, violent screaming and disruptive noises, so when they heard the murders occurring, they simply believed another party was taking place. The house was notorious for round-the-clock mayhem and debauchery. So horrible fucking neighbors, dude. Yeah. 
John Holmes was arrested and charged with four counts of murders in March 1982 after his handprint was found in one of the bedrooms. Holmes was acquitted in June 1982 after a three-week trial. It determined that he was an unwilling participant who was forced to watch the attack. Damn, he was there? Yeah. Like, this is you next. He spent 110 days in jail for contempt of court. He died March 13th in 1988 for AIDS complications, which means he had butt sex in jail. Mm. Yeah. Women don't get AIDS, man. You can't. Yeah. Yeah. Then they would have to have anal sex and then have to have anal sex with a gay guy. <laughs> I hear once you get that, you ain't seeing no water boiling, man. <laughs> you're sitting? You're just sitting. You're sitting for life? In nineteen ninety, Nash was charged in California State Court with having planned the murders, and Dials was charged with participating in the murders, but both were acquitted in 1991. Dials died in 1997 from liver failure. And fucking the Nash is still going, dude. Oh, yeah. As of January 2017, Susan Lannis is both the sole survivor of the Wonderland murders and the only living member of the Wonderland gang, Ron Lannis. 37 and Billy DeVrell, 44, Joy, Joy Miller, 46, and Barbara Richardson, 22, all died in the 1981 massacre. Bam. Good. David Lynn died of a heroin overdose in November 16th, 1995 at 55 years old. That's a tough time to go from heroin. That's, yeah, that's yeah, what I'm going to yeah. do, though. Yeah. I can't be old, man. No, dude. You just got to keep going until we can't. And then we Once can't. I can't see water boil, dude, I'm out. Oh, yeah, fuck that. <laughs> I got to see it. Mm-mm. As soon as I got to get an assist tub, dude. I'm gone. If I can't run my own bathwater and also hop in the bathwater I just bathed myself. I can't do that now. What too, do you mean? I'm too big. I got a jacuzzi and I can't take a bath. Huh. Too big. You got a small jacuzzi? I got a regular jacuzzi, dude. Well, I can't, like, I'm too long. Yeah, man, I'm 6'4", brother. I have to, like, sit with my feet up out of the water. If I want my hog to be in the water, I can't put my the top of my legs in the water. Yeah, yeah, totally. I I basically only get from, like, my hog to my tummy. You know what's fucked up, man? You know how you're supposed to sit in a jacuzzi? How? It ain't the way we sit, and you're supposed to be able to sit in it sideways. No. The one I got, yeah, the one I got. Who? Regular people. Oh, man. Dude, the one I got, you can. there's like a little seat thing. You can sit down on it. My wife was like saying, she's like, I saw this. This is how you're supposed to. She can do it. I fucking cannot, dude. No, nah, dude. There's no tub that could contain me. No, nah, man. Dude, a regular bathtub. I need dude, a pool. Every time I get. <laughs> I need a pool, dude. dude. Anytime I've got it in a regular bathtub, like in my like, oh, late teens, only I my just cheeks fucking shoot. Dude. dude, the water just comes yeah, out. for sure. <laughs> it sucks. I can only put my cheeks in the water. It sucks, <laughs> That's it, dude. It sucks, dude. Just cheeks. Yeah. I mean, it's good to soak hole in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But other than that. I like to wash my ass in the tub. Sure. You know. Get in there pretty good. Really just wash the dog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's all I can get in that motherfucker, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's terrible. I'm yeah. cursed. Yeah, I am. We had a fucking free five, four, five. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of course, John Holmes died from AIDS March 13th, 1988. Gregory Dials died of liver failure on January 16th. Oh, I was wrong. Nash died of unspecified causes August 9th, 2014. 85 fucking years old. Dude, didn't party that hard. Hell yeah. Woo! What a fucking tale, man. Hey. Partying. Tale of two cities. Just one. I know, but. <laughs> tale of a bunch of titties. Yeah, dude. They were wilding, dude. Just orgies. 70s and 80s had to be... Orgies. I watched this, like, bodybuilding documentary from the 80s. It yeah. ruled, man. They were so cool, dude. Yeah. It was all about a big-ass fucking blade, big muscles, cocaine, yeah. big-ass yeah. trucks. Fucking. Beach. Sex. Pussy. Orgies, dude. Orgies. I don't think... Uh, I would love an orgy, though. I would. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of pussy, man. Yeah, that's true. You can pass it. But other guys are in there. Yeah, but they're just like, they're basically doing their thing. Like I fuck you, better than they do. Yeah, yeah. Well, like you bust first or whatever. You get done busting and then you're like, okay, well, I get to go to the next one. But you get, a, you know, that break in between. You get a little break and then you get, okay. And then like. But you go to the next pussy and somebody busted in there. 
Well, if they're wearing condoms, you don't make the rule that only you don't wear condoms. You don't wear a condom. Should be everyone else. Because if because we could kick somebody, we could kick everybody else's ass. Yeah, hey, everyone put a yeah. condom on. Me, I'm not putting a guy like me. Yeah, I'm not putting one. On. I don't have to, man. Y'all, sh- are, y'all are probably gay. I don't. Y'all probably no got AIDS. My cream ain't got no seed, man. Yeah, doesn't now. Yeah, no. that snipped. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, it might be cool if everyone's wearing condoms. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, sausage casing ain't hurt nobody. What if they got a way bigger hog than you? You got to fall them up. Yeah, but it's how you fuck, man. No, no, women like big ones, dude. Yeah, that's fine, but like, also, you don't want to follow that. No, no. Well, you just gotta look at all of them and tell who can be in there. Yeah, so, so yeah, you gotta go, yeah. man. You got too much. It's your orgy. It's not theirs. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. you're out. You get, you're you gone here, dude. Actually, you know what? All you fellas can go. Yeah, fellas, all of them. You gotta go. Get the fuck. There's out. not a lot you can do about it. Well, I mean, like it's an orgy for the ladies because okay. they get to fuck each other and sure, you get cool. to, you know, just like bust and beave, you know. Ooh, yeah, that's the way. Uh huh, uh huh. I fuck pits. <laughs> bust and beave and bust and butt sleeves. Yeah. All right, man. This is another episode. It's pretty cool, right? It is Wonderland. Sick. Mm. Well, fucking a! I guess I'll put wrestling out this week. We just had some weird times, man. Yeah, it's been weird. See you guys then. Hey. Huh? <laughs>